0: Hi everybody, we're now at lesson 192. I have a function, God would have me fill. Now you remember a function is described as the natural or proper action for which a person is fitted. In other words, there's a natural slot for us. So it says, I have this function, God would have me fill. There's something meant just for me. It is your Father's holy will that you complete himself and that yourself shall be his sacred son, forever pure as he, of love created, in love preserved, extending love, creating in his name, forever one with God and with yourself. Okay, that's our real function. It says, but what can a function like this mean within this hallucination of the world of envy and hatred and attack and things and separate bodies and everything else? So it says, therefore, you also have a function in this world in its own terms. In other words, you've got a proper action or place for us here while we think we are a separate corporal being. For who can understand a language that's far beyond his simple grasp? Forgiveness, letting go of grievances, represents your function right here. So this is not God's creation, for it is the means by which untruth can be undone. In other words, forgiveness is not something God needs to be involved with, but he's making this possible. Because who could pardon heaven? But on earth... You need the means to let illusions go. That's why forgiveness is the function here. Creation merely awaits your return to be acknowledged, not to be complete. Creation is already complete, whether we're paying attention to it or not. So creation can't even be conceived of in the world. It doesn't have any meaning here. Forgiveness, seeing things kindly, being merciful, is the closest it can come to earth. For being heaven-born, it doesn't have any form at all. Yet love created one who has the power to translate into form the wholly formless, the entirely formless. What he makes are dreams, in other words, because we're in a dream-like state, but it's a kind that's so close to waking that the light of day already shines in them and eyes already opening behold the joyful sights their offerings contain. Okay, forgiveness, letting go of all of our attack thoughts, gently looks upon all things unknown in heaven sees them, that's anything that's unloving, sees them disappear and leaves the world a clean and unmarked slate on which the word of God can now replace the senseless symbols, all those fear-driven symbols that are written there. Forgiveness is the means by which the fear of death is overcome because it holds no fierce attraction now and guilt is gone. The reason why death holds an attraction, as it says in The Obstacles to Peace, is because we're more afraid of love and joining than we are of death. Very weird, but true. So forgiveness lets the body be perceived as what it is, just a simple teaching aid, like a telephone for communication, just to be laid by when learning is complete, hardly changing him who learns at all. In other words, the dropping the body doesn't do a thing to what we are. The mind without the body can't make mistakes. It can't think it will die, nor be the prey of merciless attack. How are you going to attack a mind that's not currently associated with the body? We've run into this before. What are you going to do to it? Nothing. Anger becomes impossible, and so where is terror then? What fears could still assail those who have lost the source of all attack, the core of anguish and the seat of fear? That would be the body, of course. Only forgiveness can relieve the mind of thinking that the body is its home. Only forgiveness can restore the peace that God intended for His Holy Son. Only forgiveness can persuade the Son to look again upon His holiness. Because we remember that when we let go of grievances, our grievances are about actions that bodies take and words that bodies say. So if I'm letting go of those kinds of grievances, I'm reducing the importance of the body. Okay, with anger gone, you will indeed perceive that for Christ's vision and the gift of sight, no sacrifice was asked and only pain was lifted, not pushed down, lifted from a sick and tortured mind. Well, is this unwelcome? is this going to be feared or is it to be hoped for met with thanks and joyously accepted we are one and we therefore give up nothing but we have indeed been given everything by god so we give up nothing have everything what's not to like about that yet we need forgiveness to perceive that all this is happening because without its kindly light We grope in darkness, using reason to justify our rage and our attack, because see, we're still focused in on what the body's doing. Our understanding is so limited that what we think we understand is just confusion born of error. We are lost in mists of shifting dreams and fearful thoughts, our eyes shut tight against the light and our minds engaged in worshiping what is not there. Remember those idols that we make in our hallucinating state. Who can be born again in Christ but him who has forgiven everyone he sees or thinks of or imagines? Who could be set free while he imprisons anyone? And while you judge and hate somebody, you're imprisoning him slash you. Now listen to this. A jailer isn't free because he's bound together with his prisoner. He's got to be sure that prisoner doesn't escape. And so he spends his time in keeping watch on him. The bars that limit him become the world in which his jailer lives along with him. And it is on his freedom that the way to liberty depends for both of them. So do not hold anyone a prisoner. Don't reduce them to their behavior release instead of bind because that's how you are made free. This way is simple. Every time you feel a stab of anger, realize you hold a sword above your head and it will fall or be averted as you choose to be condemned or free. In other words, what you want for someone else is what you get. Thus, does each one who seems to tempt you to be angry actually represent your Savior from the prison house of death? And so you owe him thanks instead of pain. Because once you find yourself angry, there you have that option to avert the sword over your own head by choosing forgiveness rather than judgment. So be merciful today. The Son of God... That which we all are collectively deserves your mercy. It is He who asks that you accept the way to freedom now, so don't deny Him. His Father's love for Him belongs to you. Your function, that's your proper or natural action here on earth, is only to forgive Him. You don't have a whole lot of functions. I mean, you may have jobs and all of that, but your real function is always forgiveness. Because when you forgive him, you accept him back as your identity. He is as God created him, and you are what he is. Oneness, oneness, oneness everywhere you look. Forgive him now his sins, and you will see that you are one with him. Oneness is all there is. So look with easy eyes today. Just do everything you can not to judge everything, to just let go of any distressing ideas about anything or anyone that occur to you. And you will have a much better day. See you tomorrow. Bye.